This Podcast Movement 2022 audio session is brought to you by Supporting Cast, the best way to sell and deliver exclusive podcasts. And special thanks to PM22 Virtual Ticket Presenting Sponsor, Amazon Music. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our final speaker of the afternoon. By the way, we want to thank our friends at Soundstack for uh, sponsoring this stage. Thank you, Soundstack. And uh, tell you a little bit about our speaker here. Uh, Kristen Kitteros Bayona is the executive producer and host of the podcast and Amplify podcast, where she empowers female entrepreneurs to grow their empires by sharing diverse voices in business and personal development. She's going to tell you everything about her, and she's going to talk about um, how entrepreneurs can better their podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Kiros. Oh, it is. Okay. Hi. Thank you for being here. The last session of the day. Can you hear me okay? Good. I'll try and keep it close. So, when it comes to starting a podcast, many of us entrepreneurs think, well, start a podcast, grow our credibility, grow an audience, and then people will be lining up to work with us. But the truth is that it takes a lot more than just launching a podcast to create an audience that will actually pay to work with us, give us referrals, and send speaking opportunities our way and partnerships. And we can often be focusing on the wrong things when we're trying to grow an audience like that. I know because I learned the hard way. So in 2021, I started my podcast to grow my brand, uh, grow my authority, and to help grow my business. And I thought, you know, I have 15 years of corporate communications experience, and I have a year of entrepreneurship under my belt, and I've already launched a podcast. So I know how to build a brand, and I know how to launch a podcast. And I thought, you know, I'm going to share great tools and tips and tons of value. I'm going to have on fantastic guests. And I'm a curious person, so I'm going to ask really thought-provoking questions. And then I would be like this kitty here. I would be rolling in the money because people would be downloading my episodes. Uh, they would hear the ads of my services on my podcast. And everything would be great. But the reality was is that I heard crickets. So I wasn't hearing a lot from my listeners about how my show was impacting them. I wasn't seeing really a lot of opt-ins to my email list or my sales funnel. And I wasn't turning the listeners that I did have into clients. So of course I wanted to figure out, okay, where was I going wrong with this podcast? So I did what most of us podcasters do, new podcasters, I went and looked at the typical podcasting metrics. So subscribers, downloads, and reviews. But what I realized is that these metrics really help you understand the quantity of your audience, but they're not telling you the quality of your audience. 
So you may know how many people subscribe to your show, but you don't know if they're actually listening. How many of us are guilty of subscribing to a show and never listening to it? I know I am. Um, downloads will tell you if an episode has been downloaded, but it's not going to tell you about that really devoted listener who listens to it over and over again because they found that episode impactful. They wanted to go back and take notes, or they just were entertained by it. And then reviews, they will give you insight about your show, but you don't always know who's leaving the review because of the really, what I have found, random uh, usernames on iTunes, and then you can't continue that conversation. So what I realized is that I need to go, needed to go deeper. I needed to focus on metrics that would tell me the quality of my audience, because that's what would tell me if my listeners really vibed with me, if they were showing up every week, and if they trusted me enough to become my customers. So I started looking at things like connection, engagement, and impact. Because in business, we often prioritize having a client avatar. You know, we always are talking about we need that client avatar. Or to make it feel more human, we need that ideal client in mind. But I started to think, what if we took it a step back and we focused on our ideal people to make it feel, or before we could we even think of them as avatars or um, clients? What if we start from a place where we really got to know our listeners and we went beyond the numbers, cultivating a community through connection and real deep, um, meaningful connection? So I realized that this is what was going to give me that kick-ass community that was going to help me build my empire, the community who's connected, engaged, and who I could impact. Because a quality community or a kick-ass community equals quality clients. And as entrepreneurs, a lot of us start our businesses because we want to do things our way. We want to work with people that we actually want to work with. So you and I have been told that to build an audience, it's all about giving value, value, value. Now, many podcast listeners are here for the learning. I know I'm a listener who wants solutions to my problems. That's why I tune into podcasts. But in reality, it's really about providing value and a deeper connection. That's when it, what's going to create a strong community that trusts us. And as we know, customers will buy more, they'll engage more, and they'll refer more with brands that they trust. So what I'm sharing with you today are three things that you can do to create an intimate and deeper relationship with your audience, build trust, build a community, and a profitable podcast. So I love this quote by Maya Angelou. So the area where we are the greatest is the area in which we inspire, encourage, and connect with another human being. Because as humans, we, connection really is our superpower. We are created or meant to create bonds between each other. And some of the best ways to create that connection and that trust is by creating a sense of belonging, helping people feel seen and understood, and showing people what's possible for them. 
And that's really how we're going to go beyond the surface level, beyond those number metrics, and build a meaningful community, a kick-ass community. So this is what I call the three elements of building a kick-ass community. So number one, owning your voice and your values. Really, this is tapping into what matters to you most and creating a sense of belonging in your space. Number two, sharing your wins and your struggles. This is really just about showing up as your imperfect human self, sharing that process so that other people feel that their stories are reflected in yours. And then number two, tell your meaningful story. This also helps people feel seen and it shows them what's possible. So let's dive into each of these. So as entrepreneurs, we typically have a strong mission behind our businesses. And when you lead with that and your unique voice, it's a really powerful combination. So it's a way to help your listeners know if they belong in your space, if they, uh, they can self-select whether or not they want to be a part of your podcast community and then your greater community as a brand. But we really want to make sure that we leave behind the palatable and the perfect versions of ourselves, which I know it is really tempting to present that because there's a lot of judgment. There's um, just this tendency to feel like we have to present something that um, doesn't have any flaws. But the truth is, when we share that version of ourselves, it's actually a barrier to connection. And we really want to connect with who we're trying to attract to our space. And also think about how much easier it is when you show up flawed first. I mean, it's just so much easier. And you won't, not only will you not disappoint people, but it gives you that space to really evolve. So here are a few ways to really dial up your values and your voice so that your listeners feel like you get me. They totally understand my problems, my uh, pain points, and can provide solutions. So like I mentioned earlier, tapping into your why is a really powerful way to uh, draw in your most aligned customers, listeners. And my why is to highlight female entrepreneurs, as many diverse voices as I can. And think about how passionate you get when you're talking about your mission. That's when you're really lit up. And that's the kind of energy that makes you a magnet for your people. And likewise, sharing what you stand for or what you're against is another way to let people know that you are in alignment with each other and that they belong in your space. And finally, when you can add in your quirks, your sense of humor, anything that makes you, you unique, that's just gold. That's um, adding that extra layer, an extra piece for people to connect with you. So having that distinct voice and that strong mission, that creates the trust and the brand loyalty that you're looking for. So number two, sharing your wins and your struggles. So the path to being an entrepreneur is often comes with plenty of personal growth. I know I can attest to that. Since I started my journey as an entrepreneur, I've grown tremendously. And honestly, that road isn't always smooth. It actually can be very bumpy. And it's in sharing these messy parts, that messy middle, that we can really create deep connection. It's such an opportunity. 
people are so much more willing to share when you share first, when you share that little bit of vulnerability first. So connecting through your shared human experience of trying, making mistakes, picking yourself up again, back up again, that really helps people feel like they're not alone. And so how do we capture that growth? So this is the process that I use every month to capture the ways that I've grown and make sure that I don't miss those opportunities to share that with my audience. So I simply journal every, every month about my learnings, my growth, my failures. I think about what's going to stand, what's standing out, what's going to resonate with my audience. And then I share those stories to help my listeners feel seen. And one of the episodes that I shared through this process was an episode on being a recovering perfectionist. Now, I got a lot of feedback from this episode. I got a lot of engagement because there's a lot of us who have that tendency to feel perfect, but know that it's not really a sustainable way to be. And so here are some journal prompts that I send to my community through my um, weekly newsletter or monthly newsletter. And one question that you guys, you all can ask yourselves is, what's one moment this month that brought you joy? Think about those moments of joy that connect you, like marriages or trips. Those are the things that really make you feel like you um, are understood by uh, the other person and really, really make you feel bonded. What's a challenge you've overcome and what did it teach you? So really it's about how are you wiser today than you were before you had that challenge. And then I love this last one. What's one story or belief you're willing to let go? Because we all have stories that we tell ourselves that don't serve us. And those are the kinds of things that make us really relatable. Another episode that I shared with my community was on imposter syndrome. How I felt that when I first started my podcast. And that's one of my most downloaded episodes because almost everyone experiences imposter syndrome at some point in their lives. And number three, tell your story. So your story really is your greatest asset. And here's why. Storytelling isn't about the storyteller. It's about connection. Because the more stories we tell, the more likely we are to find commonality, feel empathy towards each other, generalize less and see the nuance in each other. And then collectively, we become more inclusive. And think about all those times that you maybe listened to a podcast and you thought, oh, I don't have anything in common with that person. Like, they're so different from me. And they're telling their story. And there's a moment that they share where you're like, I've experienced that exact thing. That sounds so familiar. So the power of storytelling is really its ability to connect us. Now, it really is about helping others see themselves in our stories, but often we can think that only the epic stories matter, right? So how many of you have heard this story of the person who lost everything, ended up living in their car, 
and then somehow they turned it around and became a millionaire. Like, that's a common story that I think is very click, it's very great for clickbait. It's kind of sexy and it's kind of inspiring. But personally, I don't know anyone with that big of a story, that grand of a story. And while it really is an inspiring story, the reality is that there are a lot more smaller stories that do a better job of connecting us and helping us see ourselves. So it's actually those everyday stories, those small wins, that, those meaningful moments that are relatable and foster real connection. So what are some ways that we can tell our meaningful stories? So you want to focus on the stories that are about moments in your life that changed you in some way. They're moments of vulnerability and of transformation. So one question you can ask yourself is, when was a time you chose to follow your heart or your intuition? Those are the times where I believe the real truths come out, right? Because your inner compass is never wrong. When was a time you experienced a breakthrough? So maybe it's about when did you get to your next level? And, or maybe it's about when you stopped believing something that um, was holding you back. And then lastly, what's a moment in your life that transformed you? So maybe it's when you left your corporate job to start your business. Or maybe it's when you traveled somewhere that gave you a completely new perspective. And I'll add one more. When was a time that you chose to be brave? Because it's in those moments of bravery where we can share that we were scared and we did the thing anyways that we can create really meaningful, powerful stories. So if we can stop viewing growing our empires as transactional and start thinking about it as an opportunity to build community for true connection, and if we practice any of the three things that I went over today, I can tell you from experience that you will have a community that trusts you and that you don't have to work so hard to sell to. You have a stronger network who feels intimately connected to you and is who's bought into your brand. And most importantly, you'll have a kick-ass community that you love. Thank you. So I'll, I, we have time for questions. So if anyone has any questions, let me know. Steve's there to help us out. <laughs> Hello. Oh, wow. That's loud. It's loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are what are some mechanisms you know that you that you use to sort of connect with your audience? Um, you know, I think about like using Facebook groups or so social media. Is sort of just spouted broadly as a way. But are there any specific things that you use to kind of like create that engagement between the community? Yeah, I definitely use. I'm primarily on um, Instagram. I do have a Facebook group. I really leverage my email list because it so goes in hand with growing an intimate audience, right? Like if people are going to let you into, past the gates into their, your um, email, 
that's a really great place to nurture them and share. Like I share things with my email list that I don't necessarily share um, on my social channels. Um, so that is a really power, has been a really powerful tool to me. Um, and just really always giving them, though, different ways to engage with me because, as you know, it's not just one way, right? People engage with you um, differently. But to me, I feel like that's been the most powerful is really growing that list and nurturing those people who are, have, have already told me basically that they're interested in continuing the conversation. And then obviously having all that available on my show notes so people can easily get to me different ways. So, oh, do you have a question? Oh. Please. Thank you, Kristen. This is wonderful. I just subscribed to you because I want to learn so much more from you. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, I find it very interesting that most of my listeners don't have a similar um, background like myself mm -hmm. and upbringing of being an immigrant and living mm -hmm. in poverty. But my topics are about um, health. So I'm wondering how I can use storytelling, because I know that some of the stories that I've lived, my listeners may not even be interested in, may not be related to what I actually talk about on my podcast. I'm wondering, how can I connect with my listeners if we don't have a similar background? Oh, I think you can tap into those personal experiences that are like have those universal truths, right? So we all have experiences that are personal to us, but like I said, like perfectionism or imposter syndrome or things that we all universally struggle with, I think that would be a good combination because it doesn't matter what your niche is or, or the genre of your show, um, it's really the human experience that connects us. So I'm sure you have tons of experience and stories to share, yeah. I think there's a question right up front, yeah. Thank you. This has been great. So thank you also. Thank you. Um, I was curious as to if I was curious if your podcast nurture sequence mm -hmm. is different than your business nurture sequence and how maybe do you like bring them together and thread that? Yeah. So right now it's pretty much the same thing, but my business and my podcast are so closely aligned. Yeah, so you have a similar thing. So um, that's a valid point, though. I can see you, um, the advantage of splitting it if there are some differences. But um, like my mission is all through my business. And so um, if they come into the community, like they're coming into the community um, podcast or business. Yeah. Cool. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> going once, going twice. <laughs> I think that's good. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate you all being here.